And so as far as just to give some like actionable ways someone could use it, that's just starting out their business. When it comes to anything in business, there's so much brainstorming, especially at that beginning stage from what's my slogan going to be like, what is a, a good business name? What kind of copy can I have for my website? What's my messaging and stuff like that. And so that's one thing that ChatGPT is going to always be so good at is come up with 50 slogans for a business that does X and does Y and is best at doing this. And this is really what we want to showcase. And it'll come up with those 50 ideas and all 50 might suck. But by you reading all 50 of those ideas, you might come up with the best one or ChatGPT might prompt you with the best slogan for your business or the best offer. Hola. Do you or someone dare to you know a solopreneur who can't attend family and friends events because their life is their business, mainly due to wearing all the hats? Imagine a solution that streamlines workflows, liberating time for them. You don't need to envision it. That's precisely what my podcast, Holla with Holla Williams, is dedicated to. I'm Holla Williams, your host. I teach solopreneurs how to navigate the dynamic challenges of entrepreneurship. Tune in and reclaim your time. Hi, everybody. Today, we are going to be learning all about chat GPT. And to unpack this for us, I have with me Jeze Bujo, an entrepreneur and co-founder of the weekly newsletter, ROI Marketing Tools. ROI Marketing Tool is a resource that provides the latest industry updates, and you can also get practical insights that you can directly apply to your business. Hi, JJ, could you introduce yourself in detail to our listeners? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Ola, thank you so much for having me. And uh, yeah, this is my like first ever podcast. That's such a blessing to be invited by you. And I know we had uh, such a great chat at uh, one of Damien's events there. And just another great way to connect being here. But uh, yeah, so a little bit about myself. I have like what, what I call sometimes a blessing and sometimes a bit of a cancer inside me that is this uh, serial entrepreneur. I've been bouncing around since the playground and just had this itch to sell things and, and try to provide value. And yeah, it's it's been a longer journey than I expected, you know, being a younger than I am today, I you know I thought I'd be a multi-millionaire by now and, and all this different stuff. But I, I love the game of entrepreneurship, <laughs> and I've bounced around from craft shows, selling little ornaments and, and cutting boards over the last couple of years, and running a, a landscaping company since uh, high school. And now I've kind of bottled up all that knowledge and uh, and how I was able to market those products, and we're starting to pass that along uh, to uh, other businesses. And it's it's been a fun ride, but we're we're kind of just getting going here too. I feel like this whole ride entrepreneurship is you're always just getting going and there's a there's a new season to come right honestly i cut up the way you say you thought you were gonna be a multi-millionaire by now and don't we all feel so such yeah. an exciting journey entrepreneurship is but i tell you it's very very interesting very interesting yeah so just i was in a business meeting with some other entrepreneurs just yesterday and we're discussing how we can't ignore chat gpt and now will be a wise time to learn how we can leverage available resources to improve our businesses. So I am not even going to pretend I know so much about it. I'm not. And that's why we are here today to learn. So, and I know we can only discuss so much within a few minutes we have on the show today, but I think if we can start with some quick wins, that would be very helpful. So for example, for solopreneurs that just registered their businesses, 
what can they immediately use chat GPT for to save time? And I know you have a, you discussed this in one of your newsletters because I, I read that one. Yeah. 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 No, amazing. I'm by no means, it was like the, the top AI or chat GPT expert by any means. Chat GPT is something I, I use every day and play with it. So I hope I can give some insights on it. But the biggest thing for chat GPT is more of a mindset shift of not trying to find that that one thing you can do with it, like, oh, this one prompt that's going to revolutionize my business or anything like that, or just try to use it in one way. And also just sifting the mindset of, of rather than, oh, I'm going to use it, it's going to do all my social media for me, find areas that it's good at. And so before I even talk about any tactics you can use, I just urge anyone to just start playing with it and really feel how it can help in your business. Because a lot of the content out there right now is very specific prompts for someone's business or maybe a use case and stuff, but it is it can be used for so many wide range of things and it's specifically differently for each business. And so the way it just, I'd rather kind of talk a bit about my journey on how I'm learning to use ChatGPT and hopefully that'll provide some insights. More so going on an angle rather than kind of like giving a fish, let's let's teach people how to fish so they can keep going back to this pool that is AI and just keep pulling value from it. So the way I started playing out with it when it first came out was I started just having Google on one screen and ChatGPT on another. And I just started coming up with questions to ask both because obviously we've used Google for so long and it's such a valuable tool. It still is to this day and it still does things way, way better than, than ChatGPT does. And so, yeah, you start seeing like, okay, ChatGPT can kind of answer that question in this way and, and Google's good for kind of these things. So then you kind of know, all right, now I know where to go to find my answer for my business. Because that's the big thing ChatGPT is going to always do for you is either provide things to create brainstorm or actually provide the actual answer. And so once you kind of get through that and you actually like, okay, like Google's good for this and ChatGPT is better for this, then that's when, okay, let's start looking in things that I'm doing day to day. And the biggest habit you need to change is just having ChatGPT open on a screen or open in a tab while you're just going through your, your day-to-day desk activities. Because then what's gonna happen is, okay, now that it's open in there, while I'm doing this task that's gonna help grow my business, now I'm going to have, oh, it's just accessible, I'll try asking this. And that's the magic of it. And where you need to be able to just try and try and try and you'll understand, like sometimes I swear I like put the exact same prompt I did in four days ago and it's giving me a way different answer. And I'm like, oh, like what's going on? So you need to train that muscle of like actually how to build the prompt. And so as far as just to give some like actionable ways someone could use it that's just starting with their business, when it comes to anything in business, there's so much brainstorming, especially at that beginning stage from what's my slogan going to be? Like, what is a, a good business name? What kind of copy can I have for my website? What's my messaging and stuff like that? And so that's one thing that ChatGPT is going to always be so good at is come up with... 50 slogans for a business that does X and does Y and is best at doing this. And this is really what I want to showcase. And it'll come up with those 50 ideas and all 50 might suck. But by you reading all 50 of those ideas, you might come up with the best one. Or ChatGPT might prompt you with the best slogan for your business or the best offer. And so, yeah, I hope uh, I hope that kind of like helps a bit. And Ola, like, have, have you had time to to play with uh, ChatGPT a little bit? Yeah, Jesse, that's helpful because I downloaded free version on my phone, and so just recently I put something 
and I like ChatGPT and I use Google a lot as well, but I like yeah. ChatGPT because it's, I find it so, so when I put things on Google, sometimes it takes me to some other things. So it's distracting, but I find ChatGPT so specific so I can focus my, on what I want. So anyway, back to, so I downloaded it, I think a couple of months ago and just recently I put something in there and it said, oh, sorry, I don't have real time data for you on that. Yeah. And so I was speaking with another business woman yesterday and she said oh hola because ChatGPT said that to you because you don't have the paid version so I said okay that makes sense so but what you said about putting my prompt putting Google and ChatGPT side by side and actually comparing I'm gonna do that I found that a useful tip because that way then I can know okay Google is better if I want to do this ChatGPT could be better this way. So I, I'm going to try that. Yeah. So. Yeah. And because one thing that I find amazing in this world right now is it, it was, it's always been like, there was such a time where like early 2000s technical skills were like, that was your way to become a millionaire. Right. And like, you know, like you had people that were making Facebook and all these like, you know, amazing, amazing creations online. And now with this like AI movement, the technical skill is less important. Understanding the technical skill, though, is so important, knowing what like the coding language is possible, like what it can do. And the same thing is with like AI is like you need to know what ChatGPT can do for you to be able to ask it. Right. Because a lot of times you can get stuck asking things it's not very good at. And so you'll just end up being wasting time. So I think it's a very valuable step for anything. Even now, if uh, people that understand code better than I, they're using ChatGPT to aid them in, in writing their code because they know how they know the language to speak to ChatGPT to be able to get the code prompts. One example of this actually, like, is this even just simply knowing that a website is made with HTML? Because now you can talk to ChatGPT by saying, okay, I want to change the color of my button on this website and it's in this location and I'm using Shopify. And ChatGPT, like this is one of the first things I ever did with ChatGPT because I'm not a big code guy. I was like, can it do it, right? And so a lot of stuff with like Shopify and Squarespace, there is, it's very intuitive. Like you can change lots of stuff, but there's little things like it's tough on Shopify to get rid of the shopping cart on the side, say your service business and you're using Shopify, the little shopping cart up in the corner is really more for e-commerce sites. So you can use ChatGPT and message be like, I'm, I'm trying to get rid of the shopping cart on Shopify. Can you please like help me and provide me the HTML code to do so? And so now, and like, oh, how do I get into the back end of Shopify's code to copy this actual snippet that it makes for you? And so just, it's crazy how like, before you used to have to have a degree on HTML to even know how to change this one little thing that like you just want to make a little bit different. And now like ChatGPT will even like if you ask it to prompt you HTML, it will give you like actually write the code out in a little code interpreter within ChatGPT with this little copy button right next to it. And you literally just go copy. It'll tell you exactly where to go into Shopify and copy that thing. Now also too, like when it doesn't work, don't get discouraged because that's what ChatGPT is so good at. You mm -hmm. go back and go, okay, this didn't work. It's giving me this error or, or anything like that and stuff. And ChatGPT is very good to keep working with you, to keep figuring it out. So that's another, another mindset shift I think I'd like to get across on ChatGPT is 
Don't expect it to get right in one prompt. AI is so new. It's kind of funny, actually. Like a lot of people will talk to a new employee and they'll understand, okay, I'm going to have to have a couple meetings to get this task done. This person's new. It's fresh, right? But then you put a one sentence in ChatGBT and it doesn't do an entire social media campaign for you. And you're like, ah, AI is stupid. Like, I'm not saying you in general. I just feel like there's a there's a, a view a view of it. So really, really be willing to put the work into, okay, let's prompt it. Let's not expect the perfect answer let's keep formulating it formulating it and formulating it and if you do that whether it's a complex issue like trying to change a little html code thing on a website or if you're trying to come up with a marketing campaign and stuff being keep coming back with more information is very important and actually uh just not to ramble too much here but uh, one other way to like really use ChatGPT at a high level is you can ask it go okay I am trying to solve this problem and you try to try to put it very detailed, like actually talk to ChatGPT like they're your employee. You would never send a one sentence response, say to someone expect something great. So let's give them every bit of detail. And the best part about ChatGPT is it has no feelings. When you're talking to an employee, we want to be kind. We want to take time. We don't want to like give so many details because it's like, okay, like, let me do my job, you know, right? But ChatGPT, be as specific and nitty gritty as you can. Really write in a paragraph about you and then finish off by saying, what are 20 questions you need to ask me to do this at the highest level? And so like, especially with a, a complex problem, like let's try to plan out our entire, uh, back to the first question, like uh, helping the business, trying to plan out our entire messaging for the company, trying to plan out the values that we're trying to send. That's something where it's a very complex problem and it needs a lot of info from you. So try to give as much as you can and then ask it, what other information do you require? What are 20 questions you can ask me? It will send all those questions. It'll go like one, two, three. And then what you do is you go one, answer it. You don't to copy and paste everything you just go one answer it two answer it three na does not apply four and just go down the list now you have a chat gbt chat process that is actually understands you your specific needs and will actually give you some value that is like based on you so yeah i hope that little tip is something that can help us uh, yeah yeah very very useful very useful jz i find so i've always my experience has been ChatGPT can be very specific, but the way you describe it, I'm going to engage with it that way from now. That's very useful to know. So as you were speaking, you said something about if you're going to, you know, you can write a whole paragraph and say, and just prompt ChatGPT to do this for you. So for solopreneurs that are, they want to do, like, they want to engage their audience on Instagram, for example. Yeah. And this happens to me as well. So what has been your experience with ChatGPT using it to generate keywords for that will be useful for user engagements. How has that, do you find ChatGPT useful in that aspect? Yeah, so on the actual Google keyword side, that's one thing actually that uh, Andy, my business partner, that's more on the Google ad side, he like obviously we both we love technology we love ai but there's certain areas that like some people are doing keyword research and you still need the manual side and some people are trying to do all of it with ChatGPT. now so we do allow ChatGPT to aid us but this is actually like uh this is kind of a, a good little secret uh here this is a good tip that is for if you really get nitty-gritty with uh, any kind of google ads the best place to go is uh like google keyword planner 
And so let's just use a landscaping company as an example on how you could use ChatGPT to plan out Google ads and get some really good keywords. You go, and so let's say you go into Keyword Planner. And again, like if you've never used Keyword Planner, everything now is so, as long as you have the mindset that I can figure this out, then any tool you jump into, just know like the first 20 minutes of doing anything is you're going to be the worst at it. The next 20 minutes, you're going to get a little better. And with Google, YouTube, and, and ChatGPT, they can answer so many of the questions and so many of these softwares too have been the same since 2022. So ChatGPT actually does like have specific insights on how to use it. Now you might have to go back and forth a little bit because some buttons move and whatever. And so like you ask ChatGPT, it gets you halfway there, then you got to Google it. But the best way, one way to use for the keywords. So you go into Keyword Planner and Keyword Planner, you can put in say like a competitor's website. So landscaping around here, maybe like neutral on, you put in neutral on and it'll say Google keyword planner will tell you all the keywords that they're ranking for. And so what you can do after that is you can then export that Excel sheet and you can bring that over into ChatGPT, all the keywords it showed you. And then you can write in and you can go, ChatGPT, uh, I'm looking for keyword research on a landscaping company. Here are all the words we were able to come up with. What's missing? And it will prompt you so many more words. It's crazy, right? And then you can keep going, go again and again and again. And you can get as many words as you want. And now we export all that. We get all these words in a much bigger Excel sheet. Now we bring this over to Keyword Planner. And Keyword Planner is going to tell us things like search volume, cost per click. And so just by clicking those columns with all these keywords, it's going to suss out all the garbage ones anyway, because... It's going to bring all those ones to the top that have enough search volume that we care about and stuff. And so now you can kind of see how like ChatGPT, it's not the end all be all, but like the amount of power we were able to use just there by letting it aid in our tasks. Now, after this process, this is where some people are trying to use AI tools to just pick the keywords for them. We want to be lazy in some of the smaller tasks, but we want to make sure that that end result, that last edit everything is still going to be that human. Because if you use ChatGPT to do the whole job, it's going to showcase like AI did it. But if it used to aid you in tasks, like we just explained there, you literally become a superhuman. Like it, it's just crazy and stuff. And so that's one example for keywords. I would love, uh, I'd love to hear what you, your thoughts on that. But also too, uh, I can go back to uh, a bit on the content, how we go about using ChatGPT to help with our content. Oh my, that's so useful. I think, that is gold that you just told us. And I'm going to, because how I use it is I just put it, I just put, oh, the prompt, give me keywords about this. And it gives me so much. Then sometimes I go to Google. For example, I don't even use keyword planner, but now I'm going to be using, because it's so good to be able to know how many clicks this has generated in the past, because there is something that you're aiming for. So that will guide you to know you don't want to make your content attract audience that is not useful for example mm -hmm. you want it to be specific to who you want you who you want your audience to be so that is useful i find that very useful in and, content and too, creation. Like, again that's the piece like uh like as well as like you just talked about is let's like because google keyword planner is going to give you the data to make the decision but there's still that that human element that like we just well, there's certain things humans are still way better at chat gpt is okay, I'm reading this word and just a, a, an example in us, like where we, we work closely with like HVAC companies for doing Google ads is like some people might do their own Google ads and they might just be like, oh, like I'm going to pay to rank for the word heat pump. 
when you actually search heat pump on Google, a lot of times people are, it's more about information about heat pumps and stuff. So I was in heat pump installer. I wouldn't really want to be there because people that are searching heat pumps, they're like, which heat pump should I pick? Maybe they're actually like a heat pump installer themselves. Whereas like when you go down, you're looking at the search volume and the competition, the cost per click, and you have all this information to make a decision. And then, okay, this checks all these boxes, but and it says like heat pump installer near me or free boat for a heat pump in Nova Scotia. Those words, if those are getting the volume, like those are ones that we now, the human element, we know, okay, someone's a very high intent buyer and we should rank for that word. We should add that to our Google campaign and stuff. And also too, one thing I wanted to get across as well is knowing that like this whole premise, right? Like going back to, there's no, there's no one way to use chat GPT and, and things like that. Like understand what it's capable of. So now from like what we just talked about, we know that we can take an Excel sheet and we can copy all the, the cells that have the words in them and then just chuck that in chat GPT and then ask for, for more things. And so where else can you use that in your business? I'm not able to think of something on top of my head, but like, okay, so it's capable of like working in this scenario. And then once you've done that once, try to, while you're doing it day to day and going through things, it's like, okay, now I know its capability is able to like find more words. Like what's another place I can do that? Or like, I know it can do interpret code. Okay, it helped me with that shopping cart thing. What's another way in my business it can interpret code? Things like that, yeah. You know, that is so profound. Like the key takeaway for me is we can do so much with chat GPT, but we still have to do human side as well. And I like the way you said it, that what's this tool would do for us as solopreneurs is it's going to make us superhuman. And that's the way to look at it. Like, do not just take what chat GPT has given you and just use it like that. You still have to engage. You still have to, you know, put your own thinking into it and then reform it to to make it um, useful for your business or for the content you're trying to create. That is a key takeaway and that is very, very useful to know. And one thing I could add to it, I think for AI as a whole, and one thing like I even sometimes I can I can take time and be scared of AI. Like it, it is, I've seen like iRobot, like, you know, like, like the Will Smith movie, the robots taking over the world yeah. and stuff. Like it's, yeah. but like if we, if we spend, we're, it started and it's only going to have probably the biggest hockey stick curve we've ever seen and stuff. And so it's here to stay. And so being fearful of it is actually like a disown to yourself. And we need, it's one of those things when you like look at like, what's the best thing I can do today over the next 10 years? There's a lot of different answers we can come up with that. If someone is picking a list of 50 things to worry about today, like learning how to work with AI is probably going to be on that list of things you're going to be happy you learned in 10 years time and stuff. And so like one thing that people talk about is it's going to take away jobs or it's like, oh, people have like learned how to code for so long and now they're going to lose their job. It's so untrue. The, the true way I view it is people that have these skills like coding or uh, designers even that aren't using AI are going to lose their jobs. Mm. But the ones that are the professionals, the lawyers, the accountants that now used to have to go through like, oh, I, I used this six months ago. Like, what was that one little nitty gritty thing about the law or about this counting rule? Now we can ask ChatGPT and it gets us closer. It reprompts our brain and going like, 
okay, well, I actually know that that's not fully accurate. ChatGPT is actually lying to me, but right, it's this angle that I used four years ago and stuff like that. So the accountants, the lawyers that are using ChatGPT, the designers, I mean, some people, the design stuff's not there, but it's going to get there. People are able to prompt and come up with logos or, or different things, but then designers are the ones that have made thousands and thousands of pieces and they know what's going to convert. They know what's going to work. And so they have that checkbox that not professionals have. And so just viewing it as, no, it's not going to do the whole job. Maybe someday it could, who knows, but like right now it can't, right now it's going to take your professional skills and 10X them. And this is actually one quote that I heard from someone else was it's that exact 10 times rule. So if you are a 10 out of 10 in copywriting, you are going to be a hundred with AI. But if you are a zero at copywriting times by 10, you're still a zero. Zero. Right. And so it's still so important to get that skill and know that it's going to aid you in becoming a superhuman, but it's not going to take a beginner to a superhuman. It's going to take an expert to something that we've never been able to see before. So, yeah. Very good. Very good. So it complements our skills. We still have to get those skills. Very good stuff. So staying updated with useful information like what we've said here today is very crucial in this uh, dynamic world of entrepreneurship. We have a lot of takeaways. So that's very good. Thank you so much, Jay-Z. How can listeners connect with you? Yeah, yeah. LinkedIn is my home these days for sure. And so, yeah, always happy to connect and and uh, always that's one thing actually Daylene really like uh, pushed at the course was trying to make one LinkedIn connection a day and and not take the human element out of it. So, you know, like it, uh, don't be afraid to pop in, uh, connect to me on LinkedIn and ask me what I'm excited about this week because uh, I'm going to ask you too. And I think it's it's okay to not just sell in the LinkedIn DMs and, and really make like human connections and stuff. And so, yeah, LinkedIn's always a great place to find me, but uh, to find us, ROIMarketingTools.com as well as ROIMarketingTools on most socials there uh we're we're always trying to provide uh, valuable content although you know client work is going to come up we got to provide clients a value to our clients first but yeah we're always open to talk if you're in the nova scotia area as well we are very very happy to grab coffee and there's nothing i love more than caffeine in business i will chat about this all day so yeah like uh whether or not we work together you know there's nothing i like more than like helping people grow their businesses i'm a young young entrepreneur and i always just try to be that person that showed up to me two years ago and stuff. And uh, yeah, there's there's people that have been willing to help me and mentor me. And so it's just one of those things you got to pass off the torch. And so uh, I'm a, there's people that uh, like I'm meeting with next week that I can't even provide value to, but they're they're so kind to provide value to me. And so I'm okay if I get coffee with anyone and, and uh, you walk away with all the value and stuff. And so yeah, just don't ever hesitate to reach out. If you like to talk about business, I like to talk to you. <laughs> wow. Thank you so much, Jesse. I can feel the passion, guys. Oh, uh, I can see Jay-Z here and I can feel the passion. Thank you. The links to how listeners can connect with you, I'm going to also put it on this episode summary. So that's it for today. Until our next episode, remember, let's continue to learn together and be encouraged to keep on connecting. Bye for now. Awesome. Thank you so much. It's awesome. Thanks for joining today. Hopefully, that has impacted you positively in some ways. As we all know, personal circumstances are quite different. So I encourage you to apply the lessons in line with your own context. Until next episode, do holler to connect with people. 
And remember, let's continue to learn together and be encouraged to keep on connecting. Hola! Ha, <laughs> ha,